ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. I'm your host, GB, and today's guest is the Ronin, Brian Anderson. How are you doing today, mate? Uh, I'm not too bad. Uh, legs are a bit sore. Just come back from the gym. So, uh, yeah, leg day was a pretty eventful. But other than that, yeah, pretty good. Good to hear, mate. I would love to say I have done the same, gone to the gym, but I haven't been to the gym in many, 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 many years. So that's why I set my heart and interview to you guys. Awesome. So... <laughs> I want to kickstart this show um, by talking about your upcoming debut at TNT Extreme Wrestling. Has a bit of buzz about it at the moment. I've seen it's been going on for a while. And I'm mates with uh, Mike Angus, the announcer as well. I want you to explain to listeners how excited you are and what does it mean to you? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, I'd say about a 20. I am absolutely <laughs> buzzing. Cannot wait. Um TNT's arguably one of the biggest, not just in the Northwest, but in the country. So, mm. um, training with Claw as well. We were affiliated with Superstar and TNT as well, respectively. Um, I've been grafting as hard as I can, um, putting the hours in whenever I can get there, doing what I can. I've been ring crew for TNT as well. So, to get given this opportunity is, it's massive. It's, it's finally seeing the hard work pay off. Mm. So, I cannot wait to get in and, and rip it up with some uh, some big names. So, um, yeah. Mm. I can see really the excitement in your face, the joy, and the fact that you have literally started from the bottom to get to be on the show. That itself is an achievement. And I think that's become a bit of a lost start these days. But I I can see it in your face, man. If your opponent, is it, um, is it, I, is it Isaac North? Uh, I just want to Isaac ask, North, yeah. What can he expect from you, by the way? Oh, he knows exactly what to expect from me. Um, we had a match at Superstar and, yeah, well, I mean, I proved I was the better wrestler and he had to uh, shot me in the nuts. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm a little bit salty about that. Oh, absolutely. It's a dish circle. All so, the men uh, out there, we, we know. We know the feeling. It hurts. <laughs> you never ask for that twice, do you? You know what I mean? You get it once. It's like, mm-mm. Cool, they're shriveling up right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask, as a fellow Brit, by the way, how good does it feel to be out of lockdown? Oh, I was going mental at one point. <laughs> it's just good to get some sort of normality. I mean, I, I respect everybody for wearing masks if they want to continue wearing masks outside. Yeah. Things like that. It's entirely up to you. I'm not going to be one of these like tinfoil hats. Like, Ooh, mm. you can't do Bill this. Gates knows where you live. <laughs> it's like does it matter that none of that matters yeah. if you're safe that, and you're they want to wear masks that's fine leave them be that's what I put on my face yeah. it's like, look someone wants to wear masks let them who cares how does it affect your life exactly it's like, it doesn't affect me so I really don't care I'm not bothered yeah <laughs> literally it's like, do what you want I don't care like Vince, everyone's having a go at Vince Russo um, this week I saw him put on yesterday I'm, in, uh, I'm basically anti-vaccine that's fine I mean the guy's an idiot anyway but like, like <laughs> but in terms of that opinion that's that's who cares doesn't affect my life exactly it's like if if you want to not take the vaccine or whatever you don't yeah. take it if you do you do that's it that's fine you, i'm not you know, think for yourself that is it i'll rather judge vince russo for his bad booking and not his vaccine opinion that's it 100 100 
how did the pandemic, by the way, affect your wrestling career? Oh, honestly, I know the, the Americans got bit. a bit lucky, but as you are in the same country as me, it was more difficult. So I want to hear, basically, your experience. How much did you struggle? Uh, a lot. Um, it, for me, I was due to debut in Belgium, um, 2019, I think it was, and I had two flights cancelled because of the lockdowns and they were leaving the gates open and they weren't. And then Belgium just went into full lockdown, no one in or out. So it, it yeah, it was a bit, um, it's a bit shit to be completely honest. It, it, it nosedive for me, but then obviously, you know, coming out of lockdown now, yeah, I've just done whatever I can do to try and get to wherever I am and just grafted. So mm. it's been a blessing in a weird way. Cause I've got, I've got to watch, I've got to watch a load of wrestling and, pick up on little bits and try and develop a bit more of a character as opposed to just guy in blue trunks with karate gi does wrestling. Like, mm. <laughs> I need to figure out the why bit now. No, I'll get you. I'll get you, man. I'm actually, I will be asked about the karate as well and what got you into wrestling. But I want to ask you, basically, how did you discover wrestling in the first place? I was due to go um, rugby training one <laughs> Saturday morning and I believe it was WCW Thunder. So I'm giving me age away just a little bit. Um, was on the telly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> WCW Thunder was on, and it was a match between Rey Mysterio and Jushin Thunder Liger, I think it was. Because I was a massive Power Rangers geek, so yeah. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I seen two dudes in the ring having a fight with masks on the like Power Ranger. I was like, no, this is actually real life now. This is legit real. So I was like, minute of seeing that, I was hooked and I needed to find everything. To a point where we um, we used to have... Do you ever remember like the knockoff blockbusters that you used to get? Blockbusters? So, uh, um... Oh. QVC? No? <laughs> wait, wait. <Yeah>, close. <laughs> Not Virgin Mixer. What? The knockoff blockbusters? Yeah, so you'd get like um, you'd get like a corner shop or you'd get like... Um, I can't remember, man. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm showing anyway. my age. <laughs> <laughs> so, before Netflix, oh, I feel like a granddad now. Before Netflix, you used to go to uh, Blockbusters to get your DVDs and videos and all that sort of good stuff. What they used to do is you used to get corner shops and they used to get like bootleg videos and stuff that you could yeah. rent out from the corner shops and all that stuff. So, the fella that we used to go to um, didn't care for wrestling, didn't have a clue what it was. So, me, me, mate Lee, um, shout out Lee if you're watching. Uh, and you're the best mate, Sean, as well. If you went to him and you went, oh, I'm just getting this wrestling tape, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, sweet, whatever, and just throw it in. So we'd get, like, WrestleMania and, like, all the other WCW stuff. And then he started getting ECW. So we were like, oh, okay, uh, I've not seen this before. Yeah. So then it's, like, tapes of, like, New Jack and, <laughs> like, the Sandman beating the crap out of someone and all this stuff. We were only, like, 10 at the time. We were, like, scarred for life because of it. Mom, um, where's the forks? <laughs> Just literally like picking the up games and all that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bit of they a use this as a weapon. Like, what on the what else you can use? Oh man, the amount of tables I bought broke <laughs> as a kid. Me and my brother, it was just good times. <laughs> so me and my sister, uh, me and my sister got into it. Me thinking I was a wrestler as a kid. Me and my sister got into a bit of a to do one time, and she just went out with a frying pan and just belted me with it. Um, that, that 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 sucked. <laughs> so I never want to get hit with the frying pan. <laughs> nice nice and basically you talked about ECW and the VHS but I want to know who were some of your favourites because you just mentioned Rey Mysterio and uh, Juice and Liger being looking like Power Rangers yeah. but 
did you find yourself having a favourite or was you just sort of into everyone? No, I was very much cruiserweight uh, from WCW. I was very much into uh, Rey Mysterio, main one. I've got him tattooed on my foot, so yeah, he's there for life now. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, um, I mean, that to show. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd rather not, honestly. I'd rather not. <laughs> See you in person at some point. You can have a peek, but I'm not getting your feet out on camera. That's just territory. I don't want to be involved in. It's not the swearing <laughs> of getting me kicks off. It's your foot. <laughs> I'm not set up an OnlyFans either. None of that. <laughs> uh, there was, there was um, Ray Mysterio. There was Dean Malenko was another one. Um, he probably should not be named, but Chris Benoit was another one. Um, it's uh, basically all the tech guys, really, I was mm. mad into. And all the smaller dudes. Like, yeah, I'd like Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan and Sting. Like, Sting was awesome and I love Sting's gimmick and things like that, but watching two guys compete, it felt like a sport. And I think I've always been drawn into that aspect of pro yeah. wrestling. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. One person I do want to ask about, because I know you adore him, and I've seen your social media, but you know I'm going to talk about. And I've met him, by the way, just to brag. Suzuki, a Japanese no. modern wrestling legend. How did you discover your love for him? I have to ask, because God. I love him personally, but to other listeners who may not truly appreciate good wrestling... Suzuki, explain to them what is special about him. Uh, for me, Suzuki is, he's God. There's no better. <laughs> uh, I think if someone can make you feel something just by a look, without even having to say a word, and you were genuinely shit-scared of someone just mm -hmm. by a look, that, that is a, a whole new level of psychology. But it's not even that, it's, <laughs> It's, it's the way he wrestles. It's the way he carries himself in the ring. And he's so charismatic then, as well. That's the thing. Like He's got oh, little cheeky yeah. moments. It's, it's like... Yeah, it's just it's just incredible. Like, he's I've unique, seen, though. No, it's no one else like him in wrestling. Like, what, what he does... I mean, you, you, there's, there's plenty of people who've come from a catch background and all that, like Hideki Suzuki. Uh, yeah. just, just plenty. Like, Josh Barnett, even, for example. They've oh, got this match catch between background. Josh Barnett, by the way. Have you seen it? Buzzball. Oh, superb! Absolutely perfect. Oh, I love it, love it. So you continue, mate. So I'm doing it. No, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. I'll be talking about that for half an hour in a minute as well. Oh, such a good match, honestly. I, cause I'm, I've seen some of the matches and I was like, I'm not a big fan. I watched that because it's Suzuki and I find it's cool. I was just about thirty minutes later, I was just like, oh, <laughs> stood up for the applause. Like, yes, this is perfect. <laughs> Still real, it's still real. <laughs> this is wrestling. <laughs> uh, what is your favourite Suzuki match then? What is your favourite? Uh, to be honest, there's loads. There's um, obviously the Josh Barnett one. Mm -hmm. um, it's early Pancre stuff with like the likes of Bass Rooting. Um, I know people turn around and go, oh, it's a shooting to work. And, and I really don't give a toss for it. I'm not bothered. Yeah. It's just great to watch. It's it's it. It's an athletic competition, irrespective of whether it's a shoot or a work. It doesn't really matter to me. It's fantastic watching him. Um, there's, there's there's loads. There's um, one of his recent ones with Jushin Thunder Liger, the whole storytelling from... Oh, the build-up as well. Lucas came in. Yeah, one of his last matches. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that stemmed from Pancrase. As they had no other opponent for Suzuki. No one would fight him. Yeah. And then Liger went, oh, sack it, I'll step in. And then got... I think yeah. it was knee bad or something like really early on. I didn't there, to have the ball to just step up. Oh yeah, for sure, mate. It's not easy. Like people are like, oh, mm. like seeing Paul could do five five hundred thousand. I'll do that. Go on then. 
<laughs> Stop training. Stop yeah, training. Stop training. Well, I, love, yeah. I love it when people turn around and go, oh, I'd get punched in the face for a million quid. And it's like, okay, um, stand in front of him then. <laughs> stand in front of him and get punched in the face and see what happens. <laughs> oh, I hate when You're going to need like a lot of that million quid. <laughs> oh, I can do that. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. The internet, oh, the internet allows oh, yeah. people to like, yeah, everything's fine until you get hit in the face, as Mike Tyson says. Everyone's got a plan. Yeah, exactly. That's the one. I, exactly. Butchered that famous quote. Sorry, any Mike Tyson fans. Do apologize. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, I'm actually going to come off wrestling for a bit because I know yeah. you actually are a black belt in karate. Is that correct? Correct, yeah. No gimmick. I've seen a photo. Um, so basically, I know you use kicks as well. Oh, then, sorry. Oh, basically, I know it's not gimmicks well, just for anyone that thinks we're waffling. You are actually a black belt in karate. Um, I want to ask, yes. what stopped you from doing karate? Um, basically, like, full-time, you know, because you would eventually go on to become a wrestler. So why did you sort of yeah. go into karate a bit more? Or do you still do it on the side? Uh, I've not done it for a fair bit now. Well, for a little bit. But um, basically what happened was I wanted to be a pro wrestler before anything else. Okay. Um, me being young and naive was like, right, if I do karate or some form of martial art, I'll get signed to WCW. I'll be able to wrestle for WCW because it's fighting. So if I get really That's good at fighting, I'll be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it didn't pan out. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, I got to I got to black belt really early on. Uh, I think it was about eleven or twelve um, when I picked up my black belt. Um, and before then, I used to be able to do competition fights and other bits of stuff. As soon as I got my black belt, they were like, "We can't allow you to do it anymore." And looking back then, I, I, I was really hot headed and a bit like, "Well, why? I've been yeah. doing it before. Then why can't I do it now?" But then looking back. As a little bit older, it's like, I understand because it wouldn't necessarily go off age range. It'd be like, well, you're a black belt and you're a black belt. And you're not going to throw a 12-year-old kid in a fight with a you know an 18-year-old kid. It's <laughs> just going to get smashed. Not <laughs> so it's anyway. like, nah, not really. You <laughs> can have all the skills you want. Someone's just that little bit older and a little bit, you know, better at it than you. You're going to get smashed. So it was like, I get it. Um, I got really salty over it though when I was 12. So I was like, flitted in and out of it and then ultimately just stopped and I was like I can't be asked. which I'm um, looking back on it I think I should have carried on just persevered and pushed mm. through but sort of glad I haven't because I wouldn't be doing this now which is which is what I wanted to do since day dot so yeah I got that and you've also got it to use as well and sort of it, it's maybe maybe I'm wrong but maybe it's helped you maybe if you're training or how you discipline yourself you know so it's, it has given you influence it's not been a waste at all and you do use it oh, no, no. Day, as we speak um, for your wrestling. Uh, before I do yeah, talk yeah. about that, though, what's your favourite karate film? I mean, if it didn't say Karate Kid, then... <laughs> I know, I've been using uh, that for the Instagram story, so... <laughs> I'm a big karate kid. That's fan. legit. That's legit my theme tune. <laughs> As a walkout. I love it. <laughs> Joe Esposito, you're the best. It's got to go best. on. It can't be anything else. <laughs> Quality song, man. If that doesn't get you up, B, then you just need to... Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, you're dead. Basically, you're dead. Yeah. You just check your pulse. You soulless, mate. Honestly, it's that eye of the tiger. Like, oh, I love it, man. Eye of the tiger does it, but then I think it's been battered that many times. It's like, yeah, I do. I personally prefer you're the best, just because I love Cry Kid. Obviously, Kyra Kai has been one of the best things the last few years. God, nah, brilliant. Like Daniel, just, oh, oh, I love it. Just, I oh, obviously Miyagi's been dead for a long time, but. 
you know, just they still include them and his influence and Daniel still using him as his guidance and then Cobra Kai, the actual action. I'm using wrestling terms, but Dojo, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, we get it, we get it. <laughs> oh man. Sorry man, I'm going off one about the uh Cobra Kai. Again, watch it it's on Netflix. Oh, mate, I love it. <laughs> Cheeky plug, I like it. Is it? They, can you pay me, guys? Thank you. Um, right. <laughs> Back to the wrestling. So, when did you decide, I want to become a professional wrestler? I was at Ring of Honor War of the Worlds uh, when they toured Liverpool as uh, one of the dates. Um, I was with me two best mates, Lee and Sean. We were on the piss. We had a few scoops. Nice. Uh, so, do you know what? I want to do this. And I've had a load of her-brained ideas before then. They were like, yeah, go on. Do it. Just have a laugh. See what happens. And then leave, Lee turned around to you and went, do you know what, mate? Have a go. If you don't like it, you said you tried. And if you don't, you don't. But just mm. shut the fuck up and let me watch the wrestling. <laughs> like, <"All> right, <laughs> <for it." laughs> so anyway, we, uh, we, we watched it. It was great. Um, absolutely awesome show. Loved it. Um, funny story with that as well we'd got in and there was two doors to get in so on the left hand side it's just your general admission so you just go in and get your seat go to the bar do what have you on the right hand side you join the queue for the meet and greet so we'd walked in on the left not noticed the door on the right spoke to Christopher Daniels Frankie Kazarian we ended up chatting with the Young Bucks. We got the two suites and everything. And then as we look to our left, there's this queue of about 200 odd people fuming at all three of us. And we're like, oh, shit. Sorry. Completely <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> bypassed it. Um, yeah, that, that wasn't good. <laughs> man, I've been in them queues, mate, honestly. And you see someone jumping in. Fuck you, man. <laughs> oh, bless you. Like, that's quality, man. That's quality. Yeah, yeah, we didn't even all... mean it. We'd literally, I, th I think it was a Weatherspoons or something like that. Uh, we'd literally rolled out and we was like, mm. oh, let's get a taxi. Got the taxi there, just jumped in, didn't think anything of it. So we were a bit half cut by that point anyway. And I just walked in and just cracked on. We were like, oh, uh, <laughs> I think we've made a fatal error here. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, show was great. It was awesome. Loved it. We all got home. I'm still buzzing off the show. So I was like, right, I need to get my laptop out. So I, had a, I got my laptop out and I looked at every single school that was nearby that I could get to, that was close to me or what have you, just so I could have a go at it and say, right, I've tried. Found the school that I went to originally and then the rest is uh, rest history. Nice, nice. What were some of the biggest challenges of your wrestling training? I think uh, if anyone says the first session's easy, the they're lying they're completely lying what does <laughs> the first session the first one, you'll do all right. what does it involve by the way the first session then just for anyone that is uh, actually interested in getting into wrestling rolls and bumps like if you've never bumped before um yeah you, you yeah you're gonna feel it um even if it's on a crash mat as well it's it's not easy uh, <laughs> so it's rolls and bumps basic stuff like your, your wrist locks and all that sort of stuff. Only mm -hmm. only very small parts and then some bits of striking, um, lock-ups, but really keeping it basic stuff. Um, I don't even think I got to suplexes till a little bit later on, but yeah. Learn how to take a body slam as well. That was uh, that was fun. <laughs> this, I'm going to say it, right? This all sounds fun until you actually do it. That's that's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I was just like, oh, that sounds all right. But I can imagine if you actually do it, it's like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> 
you've got to be a you've got to be a special kind of idiot to, to to really go for it. I think I respect those special kind of idiots, and that's why I have them on my show. <laughs> um, I know you've attended some seminars with absolute legends of the business, Johnny Saint, yep. for example, Dave Taylor, uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard. I just want to ask you what's been some of the best advice you've been given so far. Uh, there was a recent one with Kings of the North, uh, from TNT Extreme OTT. Um, absolutely amazing to go that one as well. It was Tag Team Fundamental. Mm-hmm. Um, seminar and it was basically if because i'm never really a heel um even though like a bit of a dick uh i'm actually well i, I like to think i'm all right <laughs> jumping cues <laughs> <laughs> a little bit a little bit um but it, it was basically just to be more confident if, if i'm being a heel i can be a bit of a dick so it's things like if they're doing like um, a drill where the the face grabs all of the rope to stop stop and getting irish whip punch the hand and be like, oh, get off, do one and sort of things. But then if you're the good guy, just little tweaks as to only little tiny things, but it's these little things that end up adding up. Yeah. Um, also got to be a little bit cheeky and I drove him to TNT Extreme for, for their show. So as I'm obviously sat there driving and I was like, so, uh, hey lads, can I just ask you a few little, you know, little things here or there and how I can develop little bits and bobs and got to pick the brains for a bit. So, but they, they honestly, pair of them were absolutely brilliant so there's a lot more character there because didn't really get a lot of character development um it's basically just me in a gi and i go and wrestle but there's there wasn't really any why whereas they started to influence the well why is it you're doing that yeah you could have just carried on doing karate or what have you so it's making me think a little bit as well which is awesome um another one was dr tom um wrestling's like ice cream everyone's got a different favorite flavor it's like, yeah, absolutely is. Just because mm. you've done something one way doesn't mean everyone's going to like it that way. Yeah, Some people are going to love it. So you just have to try and piece together little bits that people might like and try and hide the bits that they don't and then you'll get to where you're going. But yeah, it's been awesome. They've all been brilliant, to be fair. That's good answer, mate. I was enjoying that. I felt like I was in a seminar then. Um, but that's true, though. <laughs> it, like Wrestling's for everyone. Like No matter how many times. And I like I like Jim Cornette. I like the Young Bucks. You know, just. And then I get yeah, crucified yeah. for mine, but you know, it's just, you know, everyone's different, different flavors. That's it. Um, I actually want to follow up on something you just said about why you come out with the karate, um, you know, the music and what basically, why are the Ronin um, as your Western moniker? So, why is that oh, basically? Uh, it, it stems from like Japanese uh, history and things like that. So, you had samurai, and then when the samurai started to get a little bit overruly, and because mm-hmm. everyone's got this perception of samurai being like, oh, they're, they're honorable and da 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 da. They weren't always that honourable. They weren't always these nice people. The Ronin, like the farmhands, who were didn't really have much. But they were working class people, but they would defend the patch with the life. So that's where I think I come from. Plus, it's also a, a bit of a reflection on me personally, standing up on my own two feet. And when everything happened with the previous school, I was at to to where I am now. Yeah, I had to go by myself, and I had to go wander and find myself again. Uh, in wrestling terms, as, as well as personal as well. Not I had to go and find myself and, and become the wrestler that I want to be. But I had to do it by going to other places and experiencing other things. And that's, yeah, pretty much where it's come from. 
No, wicked, man. I didn't realize there was like a lot more meaning to it as opposed. I, I, I get the reference um, from Japanese culture, or not just a Robert De Niro film. Um, but there's actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just went out, massive film buff. Um, but it's cool. They got that route, but it was like. <laughs> Nero. <laughs> I could be called the taxi driver. Um, that's that fucking terrible. Um, Are you I know you're. Be- <laughs> 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 I have to get it. <laughs> Uh, really? That's sharp. You are fucking sharp, mate. Um, I just want to, if you could show some of the listeners, because this is all filmed as well. Um, the tattoos, uh, they do catch an eye. Um, not the foot one, please. Um, <laughs> not the foot one. Um, so what's, what's the mean on the, sorry, got to get the right way, left side? Is that, just have a look at the skull. Left. Um, uh, so that's Alexis on fire. It's basically all music that I've been into since I was a kid. Uh, it's like Deftones, Radiohead. Uh, it's a microphone with roses on it and Queens of the Stone Age and Little Pears, Biffy Clyro and all sorts of other stuff around here. There's a light bulb with a pirate hat on as well, smoking a cig. Or, no, that's that one there. There's all sorts of random stuff on it. That's awesome, man. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think that one's, they're all, everything I've got is personal to me. Tattoo wise, yeah. so this is more like to remember. Remember how old I get. I'm still, I can still be a kid as well. Yeah. Um, just to remember to keep my feet on the ground a little bit yeah. as well, and not forget where I've come from. That's what um, I like that. This one is all family related. So each of the angels have got a symbolic to me grandparents and my great grandma, and then I've got Our Lady of Guadalupe. Not that I'm religious, but um, there's like a protector. So they've yeah. protected me throughout my life, and then. I want hopefully someone to be able to look after them. Yeah, no, I love that, man. That's awesome. I, I think just that's one of the things that caught my attention about you. Um, just like the tattoos as well. I think like, oh, he's got quite a cool look, you know. Um, I'm quite glad as well. Like you got like music ones. I've, I've got quite nerd. I've got like Pokemon tattoo there. Like, yes, <laughs> like Wally and Mario, and then a monkey and a fine. <laughs> nice. I like it. I like it. That was quite a random one, but I, I think that's just sort of. And that basically shows off who I am because I am very random, as you've probably discovered in the last 40 minutes or so. But we've had a good conversation. I'm going to wrap it up. But I want to talk about your debut. I want to ask you, when did you actually make your debut? Because I know you said about World of Worlds tour, and I think I was on that tour as well. Not Western, obviously. Um, Western, yeah. when I went to London one. And I think it was like uh, Dumbucks, Briscoes, Osprey, and a few others. It was a really good show. Yes. So it could have been that long ago. So when, when did you make your debut? Uh, it would have been about 2019, I think it was, 2000 yeah. and 2018, 2019. Um, yeah, that, that was uh, that was a rough debut, that. Really? <laughs> it came out. I want to hear, I want to hear, I had man. No gear. I had no gear. I had to get home. Um, I had to go to Sports Direct and get myself <laughs> some black swimming trunks. Uh, <laughs> I had to dig out my old um, kick pads. Uh, I recently bought some knee pads from Amazon for about a tenner uh, and I thought right well you know what Th- this sleeve at the time wasn't finished so I was like I need to get something to cover it because I don't want like patchy artwork on my arm because I'm a, I'm a big fan of like just get it done it, yeah. it hurts obviously getting tattooed sucks irrespective yeah. but once it's done it's great but when like, like I can imagine you put look at my arm and be like oh there's a bit of gap there oh that <laughs> yeah I'm like no block it all out if it doesn't make like there's there's obviously bits of gaps in this one but it's purposely designed it, it makes this sense yeah like, pretty much all covered so it's like no just cover it all up i'm fine with it um 
see it. It was patchy, and I was like, right, I'll just get this sleeve. So I had like pretty much like black gear with this red sleeve. So it looked like similar, like because I mean I had a little bit of hair at, the, at that time as well, which unfortunately is you know withered away with time. <laughs> um, so I had like a it's like a short back and side, but like a bit long on top. So yeah. it's like fit baller-esque vibes. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll just roll with it and see what happens. Next minute, I'm walking out, making the entrance. I've got this cool Japanese metal music. I'm like, yeah, I've, I've got something going on here. Get a bit of a good response. And this kid sticks his arm out, high five him, and his mate next to him went, he looks like a fat Finn Balor. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> game over. Wind just game out over. of my sails. I'm going home. <laughs> Balls to this. <laughs> Oh, that's brutal. See, yeah, ever since then, I've been like, right. That's <laughs> him, Man, kids could be so fucking cruel, but very clever as well, their insults. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, I can't even be mad. Like, I, I mean, if you look at it on the face of it, I am a fat Finn Balor. Let's be completely honest. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that the hair got shaved, and then it never grew back properly. And I was like, "Oh, I'm just getting never watch the Finn Balor match ever again. <laughs> never take over London. Not watching it. Re- have to refuse. Refuse. <laughs> nice man. Nice. Uh, are you a big football fan? By the way, I have to ask because I've got a lot of listeners. They like their football, and when I've had the way conversation with the wrestler in the UK about football, they enjoy it. So, who just bought? Uh, I support Manchester United. There we go. They're my team of choice. Uh, yeah, they're, they're not doing so great at the minute. But hopefully, Wait, it's sorry, no. Got Sancho now. It's official finally after the last two years of chasing him. And Varane as well, which I'm happy with. Yeah, you're so, going for it. But under Oli, I still don't think it's going to happen. That's just my opinion. Don't know. I just think some of his <laughs> that final, for example, the Europa League final, like didn't make a sub until the second half of extra time. Like, yeah. I was real daft. It was like, there's kids on there that need need mm-hmm. to come off. And yep. there's people that need to go on to sort of try and yep. sort this out. Rather than trying to chase down a penalty a penalty shoot. I was like, I, no. I don't get that. I remember watching it at my girlfriend's and I was, I was like, I can't speak right now. Mm. <laughs> She's like, and the final itself was, like, was dire. Mm-hmm. The penalties were great though. And then David Hayes. Oh, the penalties were the best bit about it. Yeah. The whole, like, Night of well, what, 100 and odd minutes before it was like, This is garbage, this is hot track. Torture. <laughs> I, I, still, I still believe you can do it, maybe, but maybe I don't know. You've got Pep, then you've got Chelsea, who just they're, they're going for it. Uh, obviously, they've got a new manager in now with Lampard. Um, I'm an Arsenal fan, and there's no future at the moment. <laughs> I'm so down at the moment. Uh, no, uh, hello. no European football for the first time in like. God never, how long. The thing is, though, you never write out Arsenal, I don't think. Never, like, like, you can these days. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got to be, be, us, I've got to be <laughs> hopeful. You know, got, can't be all down. Like, AFTV, like, I'm fucking want you out. Like, no, trust the process, as they say. That but, annoys me, that when you get like, oh, you, we, Ollie out or whoever else, get him out. It's like, you've got to let him, you know, give him a little bit of time to implement his team and his way mm. of thinking. If he Don't doesn't, if he doesn't win, like three, four seasons. I'm gonna say if he doesn't win anything this season after the money spent now, and you pretty much have got the complete squad, I would still get rid of Pogba just because he's not worth his hassle more, and you can still get about fifty million for him. Yeah. So I, I think he's gonna try and push to to get out. And to be honest, I don't want him at the club. Uh, is that actually stinks? Yeah, it, it's shocking. It's like you want people who want to play for the club. 
mm-hmm. rather than... And always a debate that he, he's unhappy, he wants to leave. Oh, he performs for France, but he doesn't for United. Or he's doing something on social media, or he's doing this, and he's at, his heart's not in it. And there's big games, I've seen him just absolutely go missing. And I forget he played. But, but for the Euros, he was quality. But Yeah, the Euros is one of the standout plays. You're like, how? Oh, do French you perform that every week? Like, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Do that every week for us. It'd be, like, be great. If he hadn't, if he if he just come from the academy, never gone to Juventus, and this is the same player. Oh, I don't think he'd be too critical. But because he went to Juventus, left you originally, then came back after you spent ninety million on him, and you know he won two trophies. You haven't really got much concern. Exactly. Like community shield or something. Oh wait, you finished second. Really count that? But nah, no one does. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the listeners at the moment, if you're part of the. Football talk. We're going to go back to the rest of the talk as we wrap this fun, very fun interview. I've actually geeked off. I know <laughs> my man, the Ronin, not uh, not Robert De Niro, um, has been enjoying this. But to wrap this up, who have been some of your favourite opponents of your career so far? Uh, there's been a fair few. Um, First, that comes to your mind because I know it's a bit unfair to put it in the point. But I, I like this question because I feel like you get different answers. So, just some of your favourite opponents. But anyone you leave out, you can apologise on Twitter later. Anyone I do leave out, I'm going to apologise straight off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> before we start, um, I'd say Lance. I've wrestled him on Sunday. Lance Rivera for Wrestle Island. That he's he's like me, but younger, and he's mm. just dead excitable. And that's, I feed off that because you know it just brings you up naturally, and it's great. And you can you can work things, but I think we work well together because he's got this like. He's basically a really good-looking lad. And side note, it really pisses me off that he is that good-looking. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, I'm here with a crooked nose and cauliflower ease and he's a, like, beautiful, quaffed her. and just makes you want to, like, you're going to look like me now. Like. You're like, oh, I'm going to punch <laughs> your face in so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he's, he's great. Um, Matt Fox, uh, another great, great wrestler. Um, loved working with him. We, we had to do a 20-minute comedy match on the fly. Uh, because I fell on a set of stairs getting into a ring. So, yeah, that was Wait, fun. what? Say that again? So, you so I'm in... getting in... Yeah. Yeah. As I'm getting into the ring, there's, like, these old-ass wooden stairs, and I go to stand up, and then just <laughs> straight through the stairs. <laughs> How's it? Is this? Is uh, it a I, I mean, I, I hope so. I don't think it is, but I'd, I'd love it if it was. If if that if that is on Botchmania, my wrestling career. I do watch Botchmania. Don't need anything else. If it's not, please, please, if you've got the clip, upload it, send it to me. We'll get it sent to Matthew, and we'll add on this clip. But I had to say that. <laughs> Sweet, I will find it and I will get it. I'll get it to you as soon as I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So basically, we had to call the uh, this match on the fly, pretty much straight after, because the whole crowd couldn't stop laughing. Me and Matt went right. 20 minute comedy match it is then let's do this so we just ended up having a laugh for 20 minutes which is great um, there's, there's loads um, Isaac North is another one um, we gel quite well together um, because it, it, we've got this good dynamic where I'm obviously a lot smaller than I'm he's like 6 foot what, six foot 4 or something like that so I'm not exactly going to be throwing him everywhere but mm. I'm going to try and you know chop the train I'm going to try and kick his ass to my level and then go from there it's quite a nice dynamic because he's, mm. he's Sounds big like and he's like Bret he's Hart strong. and Diesel sort of when they wrestle together. Bret would try and chop him down and like get all technical, keep him grounded. That's I love those. I miss that psychology. 
Yeah, whereas he can like literally yeet me out of his shoes. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like I've got to try and get him down quick and then try and keep him there. But that that's a whole different struggle in and of itself. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's loads. Um, one that I do want to face though is Niwa from New Zealand. We had a match at Wrestling 4 and I, I'd been aware of him. I'd not seen too much of him um, and he just finished, I think, a tour of progress. Well, this is going back a few years now. So we were doing Wrestling 4 in Birmingham. Me and Niwa get paired off in this like multi-man tag match. So I'm in the, and he just goes, right, take a buckle. So I'm like, I take the buckle and the whole crowd starts going, shh, and I'm just not clued in like, uh, okay, what, what, <laughs> what are they going quiet for? <laughs> Next thing, he just pulls this like log of an arm back and just chops me, and it echoed from the ring right the way to the other end of the bar. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a tear in my eye for it that way. That was, uh, that was some, yeah, that was painful. Um, but no, he's great as well. There's loads. There's literally loads, and there's hopefully going to be plenty more along the way as well so i'm looking forward to it so th- you've just mentioned it. i have to um quite well not quite but just i was talking to dynamite kid's daughter uh bronwyn and it was actually about like mick foley when he wrestled her dad and it's like only in wrestling can you get knocked the fuck out or injured or you know stiffed or whatever and then compliment the person after oh he was great though yeah it was an honor <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's I just, crazy i just had to say that because it summed up your story just like what Oh, he just gave me the hardest drop ever. Who went for a beer after? Like, just only wrestling, man. You tell people that I watch wrestling, they're like, he's a psycho. Call the police. <laughs> That's what I mean. You've got to be a special kind of idiot to do this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, me and Lance had a match. This is a few years back now. And uh, we pretty much just decided to beat the shit out of each other for 15, 20 minutes. Um, There's a few, st- I wouldn't say stiff, but a few snug shots got, got through him either way. Um, we both got to the back and we just gave each other the biggest hug and we were like, "This, th- that was awesome. It was incredible. Can't wait to do this again with you again. Like, the pair was kind of like, the, there's a picture of me somewhere. I've got, like, his finger mark from, like, my shoulder all the way down my chest where he just literally caved my chest in. He's got a bus nose and everything else. I think I had a black eye as well at one point. It was like, yeah, oh, oh, it was awesome. Thank you so much. Brilliant, man. <laughs> we spoons, yeah? Yeah, let's go, for a, let's go for a pint and a burger. Come on, let's go. I love it, man. Like, just hearing these stories just, like, makes me appreciate the wrestlers more. But when I tell people about wrestling, they're like, oh, it's fake. I'm like, Eastern is fake. Fuck off. <laughs> See, I get really hot over that now. Like, to a point where I'm like, I don't get annoyed, per se, but I'm like, it's not fake. It's just predetermined. Like, mm. so the way I explain it to people is it's like, it's like theatre with no stuntmen. Yep. So whoever's acting is going to do all the stunts and yeah that's yeah you've got to do a little bit of everything i think you've got to be able to act you know get the crowd going and stuff like that but you've got to be able to take a you know good pace in as well at the same time that's true man i like that analogy i'm going to borrow that i'll probably just steal it actually um so. <laughs> <laughs> i've probably picked it from somewhere else so don't worry <laughs> that's brilliant man and to wrap up this awesome interview um I think you've kind of answered it, but I'll ask it anyway. Um, is there anyone at the moment in the wrestling world currently that you are eyeing up in terms of you'd like to wrestle them in the future that you have not uh, wrestled before? That I've not wrestled before. Okay. Uh, there's a fair few. 
Go for it, man. There's no, there's no time limit. Uh, <laughs> uh, one second. Oh, <laughs> one thousand and one. <laughs> oh, dandy. <laughs> See, there's loads because, like, I, I, I obviously I'm a big fan of technical wrestling and things like that. But then there's also maybe looking at a death match. Don't know. So I'm a bit like, do I? Don't I? But then. There's that many different avenues that you can go down with wrestling, honestly. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. off the top of my head, Dean Allmark, um, Son of Derson, Sam Bailey, the, uh, there's loads. Um, big effing Joe, if it, if it was ever to do a death match, because he was probably one of the nicest, politest people I've ever met backstage at TNT. And he's one of the scariest people I've seen in a ring. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It was like Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde. It's just like, <laughs> yes, yeah, so nuts. He's like, he's just so pleasant to everyone. He's like, hey, you okay? Yeah, everything's okay, cool. And he's just like a really nice dude to be around. Guys with the he curtains. gets in the ring and he's like, Fucking. Fucking light tubes. Oh, and you're like, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, like that's not the same dude. Um, if I was gonna shoot, obviously number one, Minoru Suzuki, straight yeah. off. This, See, that's that why. I did, that's why I didn't say dream opponent, but because he is still wrestling, you can definitely include him. 100%. What venue would you wrestle him at, though? I'm going to oh, get... Tokyo Dome. Tokyo Dome. It's Tokyo five oh, stars from Meltzer right ball. there. Oh, <sighs> man. I'd love to go to Japan. Have you actually... Just I know I had the other question, but I'm going to ask this now. Because you mentioned Belgium, but unfortunately, COVID ruined everything. Yeah. Have you wrestled outside of the UK yet? Uh, does Wales count? That's Wales camp? <laughs> Oh, uh, does sorry. Wales count? You know, outside of England, uh, <laughs> I misheard that completely. Sorry, does Wales count? Uh, sadly, yes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Right, never mind. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I was like, I completely misheard that. People don't realize he's a fucking idiot, and I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> Maybe I should become a wrestler, as you said. <laughs> Takes a stupid kind of idiot. Um, right. So, sorry, well, I forgot the question now. Sorry. Um, yes, have you wrestled outside the UK? If you haven't, where would you like to go? Uh, I am hopefully uh, Portugal. Um, really? Eagle, you're watching. Um, Portugal will be one. Yeah, Portugal. See, uh, I think it's CTW. They are putting on some bangers, uh, yeah. or they have done. I'm, I'm not sure if they put any shows on at the minute, but um, mm. you literally see them all grafting every yeah. time they're on social media, and it's it's awesome to see. Plus, he's a massive, massive fan of technical wrestling. Mm-hmm. So he'd be one to want to watch. Like I think he's had a match with Zack Sabre Jr. And I was just like, yeah, I need I need to get over there to, to see this. Um Germany would be one for WXW. Oh, um, that'd be awesome if we could get there. Yeah. Um all... Japan, obviously. Japan so, would be one. Mate, we've got that book, that's fine. You've got five stars already awarded. <laughs> there isn't God. <laughs> um, I think it'd be hard to say it'd be hard not to include America. Um, yeah. I know that my style, I, I don't know whether it translates well over there or not. Maybe sure, MLW. But... Yeah, yeah, MLW, maybe. definitely. Um, like, I mean, they've got stars and everything, cool. but they love, they love like, this sort of technical MMA, serious style, shoot style. They Say that, that, Ring of Honor as well. Ring of Honor. Yeah. One of my other favourites, Jonathan Gresham. That would be, that would oh, oh, be class to wrestle him as well. Follow me on Instagram as well, so I'm quite happy about that. It's <laughs> a <Sorry. laughs> little, little, uh, little flex. It's a little flex. I'm showing off. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. No, sorry. he's quality, man. Back I really like box. him. Um, 
I forgot what I was going to say now, so I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I think that'd be awesome. To, to, yeah. to be honest, anyone who wants to book me internationally, just get in touch. I'll gladly do it. Awesome, man. Awesome. Where can fans find you on social media? You can find me on Facebook, uh, Twitter and Instagram. You're looking for Brian Adenson on, the, on all of them. Uh, Twitter is Brian Adenson one um, Yeah, get back at me and let's get some booking. Awesome. You heard the man. Give him a follow on social media. I'll put all the information in the description. For everyone that has listened to this excellent episode of What Do You Call It podcast, there's going to be more coming out soon. But for now, have a fantastic weekend. Take care. I did the power on, didn't I? I'll keep this bit in. It's fine. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Good night. I have a special announcement for my next guest. It is the Ronin, Brian Adenson, telling you to watch what do you call it? Podcast. You heard. <laughs>